You're listening to Beauty and Life with Giselle, and I'm your host, Giselle Campbell, an esthetician, an entrepreneur, and a Californian living in the Midwest. In this podcast, I will be sharing my business and life stories, along with speaking with other amazing men and women from the professional world. So be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get future notifications on the next episode. And don't forget to connect with me socially on Instagram and Facebook at Elevate with Giselle. So grab that coffee and enjoy. Bye. Okay. So hello, Andrea. Hello. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. It's, it's nine in the morning and I'm a morning person. But come two o'clock, I'm ready for my nap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's definitely been that way lately where yeah. it's just nap time seems to kind of fall into a normal daily yeah, routine. I love it. <laughs> so Andrea, for our listeners and viewers, uh, yeah. can you let them know a little bit about you, where, you know, the name of your salon, where your salon is located? Okay. My name is Andrea Wright. I own a spa in Urbana, Illinois, which um, some people know that area because it's where the University of Illinois is. It's about two and a half hours south of Chicago. And I've been in business for about six years. Started out as just solo renting a space in the back of a salon. Now I've got a nice bigger space with several employees. Um, Yeah, I think that's it in a nutshell. So what does your salon do? What kind of services do you provide? Okay, at the, at, the, at the spa, we do um, eyelash extensions, lash lifts, facials, hydrofacial, uh, microblading. I have and the PMU artist, so he does microblading and he does like tattooed eyeliner. I have a massage therapist. Is that it? Waxing? Tons of waxing. <laughs> I think that's it. I think yeah. after this whole uh, COVID uh, 19 ordeal people are going to be ready for their waxing I hope so I'm ready to work <laughs> <laughs> and their lashes oh my goodness I have lash extensions myself and my lash extensions I literally had them filled days before we were state mandated to shut down and I was so thankful because my lashes oh, yeah. now are just just very little, but they're not bad. They still look yeah. okay, yeah. but um, I'm definitely creative missing. with the comb over. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I normally get volume lashes, so they are looking they're looking pretty okay for yeah. now. But I sure do miss my, having my fuller lashes. Yeah. So. I have brought you on today because I know that your your spa does a lot of different services, Mm -hmm. but I wanted you to come on today to talk about lash extensions. And there are a lot of people out there that are, um, who are interested in getting lash extensions or maybe perhaps have them now, but not necessarily know the care that goes into it. So how to maintain the lashes and just the overall process. So would you mind just explaining a little bit of what a, um, a new person who does not have lash extensions, what they might experience going into their first lash appointment? Okay. Well, I think the first thing to understand is what real lash extensions are. 
You know, it's not these clusters that they drop on you, you know, drop on the top of your lashes or that stick to your skin, but real lash extensions um, are one extension per natural lash. Unless, of course, you're doing volume, which you can get multiple extensions on, on each natural lash that are much lighter weight. Um, so that's the first thing is to understand really what it is. And that it is a time consuming process. You know, that's why full sets take I don't know, an hour and a half to two hours for a full set. And uh, that's also why they're a little on the pricey side because it's a really tedious uh, artistic work. So that's the first thing. Right. And also I tell people <clears throat> it's kind of a commitment. You know, I don't, I don't like when people, well, I don't, I mean, I don't care what they do, but I want them to understand that really to get the most um, bang for your buck, that it's, it's a commitment. It's not a typically a one-off unless it's like for a wedding or a, special occasion that there's maintenance required you know typically ladies come like every three weeks for a touch-up so they got to commit to that time and that the price and uh, also you know I think the idea of extensions is really to make your life easier so to replace that mascara step of your morning routine but that doesn't mean that they're totally maintenance-free they need to be cleaned they need to be kept oil-free um and once they get those basic things down, I think I think that's that pretty much covers it. So, what kinds of things would they need to clean your lashes? Like when you when you say they have to w- clean them, what what exactly would that entail? Is there a certain kind of cleanser for them? There's a couple things you can do. Um, I've always worked with the Extreme Lashes brand, so they have like a lash cleanser that I'm able to use in my treatment room and that I can also give or sell to the client. But there's all kinds of really great products out there that are made specifically to clean lash extensions. Um, And if you really want, I don't know if I should say this out loud, but like something else that works that's pretty much free for the client is baby shampoo. So if you can't get your hands on a professional product, but you need something, you can dilute baby shampoo and use that to clean your lashes. And it's safe. It won't make them fall off. And it, of course, won't hurt your eyes. But whatever you choose to do should be done every day, even if you're not wearing a lot of makeup, you know. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, um, so I've heard the whole thing about not getting your lashes wet after you get them done. Is mm-hmm. that is that like typical across most lash artists or is that mm-hmm. just kind of left up for, is that just something they say? It's a true thing, at least in my little world, all the adhesives I've worked with and the companies I've worked with, typically you want to keep them totally dry for 24 hours And that doesn't just mean splashing your face with water. It also means like heat, steam, and sweat. So don't get your lashes done and then go home and decide to make pasta and then have your face (laughs) over that boiling water because that could affect your retention. Um, Sauna, hot tub, you know, even if you're in the shower and you keep your back to the water and you're like, well, it's just getting the back of my head. Still all that steam is going to affect that retention. But fortunately that's just for the first 24 hours. And after that, just do what you want. (laughs) And so, so if I decided I wanted to go work out or in like that after having a lash fill, I still have to wait the 24 hours before I say no. Yep. No nothing for 24 hours. 
Yep. All right. Just sit at home and watch some Netflix. Honey, I can't cook. I can't exercise. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm in able of everything. <laughs> I'm curing. <laughs> Okay. Well, that makes sense. So, mm-hmm. um, how long do typical refill sessions take and when do I need to come in for those kinds of things? Okay. Well, um, I'll tell you what I think, and I've done 5,000 sets of lashes in my life. So everybody <laughs> might have their own, their own way that they do things or the way they, they might advertise or promise, but this is what I tell people. I, a solid three weeks is about perfect. I mean, if you've got the time, you got the money, every two weeks is like great. If I had a magic wand, I'd have everybody coming in at two weeks. Um, yeah. But that's just not realistic for most people. Um, I feel like at the four week mark, we've done so much natural shedding. And if you haven't taken really, really good care of your lashes, it can almost feel like we're starting over. So I think a happy medium is three weeks. Yeah, yeah that's I'd say plan to commit to that. Do do your clients typically come in and at that three week mark then? Yeah, I make sure that it's very clear. Like I love you at two and three is great. And I can make four work if we really work together. But anything over four, you know, I, you know, I allow one hour for a fill. So, you know, if you come, if you want to come every four weeks, that's okay with me, but you're still only going to get that hour's worth of work. And I can't guarantee you'll be back to a hundred percent at the end of that hour. That makes so, sense. I just want to not have disappointment. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Are there like different products that you can use with your lash extensions? Like uh, I've heard like um, mascaras and like different eye products and stuff. You have to be careful with that around yeah. your lash extensions. Yeah, so absolutely. is there products that are safe for that? You know, the number one thing is you just stay away from oil. There's, I'm sure there are lots of things you could use that are fine, but if they have oil and that oil kind of seeps down into those lashes, it'll make them just pop, the extensions just pop off. Um, so I say avoid oily products. Some things, like the big red flag is the word waterproof. Anything that says it's waterproof has oil in it, so avoid. Even if you use an eye makeup remover that says, I remove waterproof makeup, but I swear I'm oil free. Just don't. If it just says waterproof anywhere, just don't. It's not worth the risk. <laughs> um, yeah. And most like gel liners and pin liners, they have oil in them. So you need to specifically find one that has a water base. But really, you know, it's like, gosh, you spent all this time and money on the extensions. I would hope that you would feel you wouldn't need a lot of the other stuff. You know, yeah. Or even eyeliner, you know? Yeah. I mean, I wear, I mean, I've been wearing extensions now for two years and I, the only time I wear makeup is when I have a photo shoot. It's the only time I wear makeup. Otherwise I might, I'll just do a tinted moisturizer, some lip balm and call it a day. Yeah. And that's the point, you know, that, that to me, that's what makes it all worth it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So when, um, so what is the typical price range that someone is to expect, you know, um, what's not expect, but what's an average price range for a a new set and a fill? Well, I can tell you what I charge and I think I'm a little on the high side, but, um, I'm on the high side because I've done 5,000 sets and when you do 5,000 sets, it's really hard on your back and on your neck. So I have to take care of my body. 
Um, so that having been said, my full sets of classics are 350 and my fills are 100. But but I would I would say, you know, expect to pay at least 200 for a full set. You might be fortunate and find a really skilled artist that does it for 150. But typically, you, you know, you get what you pay for those higher price points. They that artist knows the correct weight to use. She knows right. not to use too much adhesive. She knows little tips and tricks for filling in gaps or um, right. styling. So typically, you know, of course, the more you pay, usually you're getting more of an expert service. Um, and as far as fills, I would say anywhere between 70 and 100 is pretty industry standard. Yeah, that definitely sounds sounds about right. At least, and you know, I really think it also has to do with like where you're located. You know, oh, yeah. like if you're if you are living in Nevada in Las Vegas, you're probably going to find them um, like really inexpensively yeah. because the competition's probably so fierce there. Right. And then like places here, I live in Ohio, so I'm sure places around here are more expensive and there's not as many lash artists as there are, you know, somewhere like in Las Vegas or LA or New York right. city and stuff like that. So, but I think that you really nailed it there with saying that the the experience that you get with a lash artist, the more experienced, the more educated, the more, um, you know, that she's done or him that they've done, it may be more expensive because yeah. you're paying not only for their time, but their expertise right. in that particular area. Yeah, of absolutely. When so. I meet a new client, I, I tell them, well, or I imagine sometimes it freaks them out when I tell them this. <laughs> I... Before I start to work on your eyes, I tell myself we're going to be together forever. Whether we're together for six weeks or six years, I want to know when she decides she's done, that when I take those extensions off, that she's still left with her pretty set of natural lashes. Um, and you can't, it's a lot of times this work you see on Pinterest or pictures we get brought, and it is lovely, but you, for, you know, from a health perspective, it's really just not sustainable. So for quality work, you pay for the artist to know the difference with what's sustainable and what's not. I love that you just said that, the lash integrity, the yeah. keeping the lashes. Now, if I, like, what if, what if you decide, okay, you know what, this isn't for me, you know, um, I'm a bride and I just want it for a special occasion. I don't want it for, you know for weeks on end, I'm not going to fill these again. Or what if someone has an allergic reaction to that? Is there some type of process that you can go through to remove the lashes? Yeah, definitely go back to the artist that put them on and she can safely remove those. Don't try to like rub them off or pick them off because you don't want to yeah. damage those follicles. Um, but yeah, the, and it doesn't take long. Yeah, and if you, especially if you have an allergic reaction, just get them off ASAP. It's not going to get better. It's not going to go away. Just right. make peace with it. <laughs> but if you're a bride and you know you spent all this money in your extensions, you just want to get every last day out of them. You yeah. can't. It's not hurt anything, but there'll come a point where it looks a little wonky. <laughs> and I'll take them off. It'll take 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, is there... Um, Okay, so let's say I don't want to have lash extensions anymore, um, but I do want my lashes to look longer. I want them to look pretty. Are there things that I can do to make them look pretty? 
Without wearing a strip lash? Without wearing strip yeah. lashes. I don't want to mess around with that. I just want something to look nice. And I want it to be my own lashes. Yeah. Well, then get a lash lift. I tell that to a lot of people. If you don't want to commit to the money or time of an extension and you still have some pretty nice natural lashes, a lash lift is a great alternative. Um, if done well, it's safe. It's less expensive. There's less maintenance. And if you've got long, straight lashes, all, all you might need is just that lift. And then you can see them. And it, it's, a, it's, a great, it's a great alternative, I think. Wow. There's so many things that we could be doing with our, with our beautiful eyes to make them just be open <laughs> and wide. <Yeah. laughs> okay. Well, awesome. So uh, now are there any, any funny stories that you have of doing lashes? Have you ever had anything peculiar happen during a lash session? Oh my God, I've got so many funny wax stories. I have like some lash disasters <laughs> I can't have recorded but <laughs> in the early days. Th- oh man, I wish I'd been warned about this question. Funny stories about lashes. Oh, I have to think on that one. Oh, I'm sure I have. Now, have you, go ahead. Funny is I've just learned to try to be realistic, even if I sound like I'm discouraging someone, so we avoid disappointment. Yeah. Because I I know we all work hard for our money and our time is valuable. If you're gonna come and spend the money and the time, I want you to leave happy. So if you come to me with a look that I know I can't do, I'm just gonna say no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes total sense. I mean, I feel like, when you're getting a service like this, you want to first have somebody that is amazing at what they're doing. You want to be able to see their work and see right. their work um, portfolio, you know, their portfolio. Yeah. And usually the best way to do that nowadays is through social media, right. you know, and, um, and, and your website and having those before and afters on those areas. So people can see, you know, what, what other people's lashes are looking like. And of course, reviews and testimonials always definitely help, especially as a business owner. I know that personally as a business owner, that it really helps to have those types of things um, from a client's perspective. Um, You know, I'm going to throw out one more thing I just thought of is each state has different regulations for who can legally do lashes. And in Illinois, a few years ago, it changed. So like in Illinois, to legally do lash extensions, you need to be like an esthetician, a cosmetologist, or have some kind of professional licensing. Um, So you might want to check into that too, because not all operations are operating up to code. And that speaks a lot to the professionalism of the establishment, if they've taken the time to make sure they've met all of those requirements. That is so, so true. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is... I mean, because they just regulated it here in Ohio. So that was just probably in recent time, honestly, within the last five years that that happened. So yeah, yeah, that's definitely something to consider as well. That's great information. So, okay. Well, how can people connect with you? If they want to connect with you, how can they find you? Well, I'm home every day now. (laughs) Just come to my house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, our uh, 
Uh, my spa is called Beau Visage Spa, B-E-A-U-V-I-S-A-G-E. Um, it's French for the beautiful face. So BeauVisageSpa.com is my website. BeauVisage312 is the Instagram. Um, or they could just call you and you can give them my number. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for um, listening in or viewing this. If you're seeing this on our on my YouTube page and um Anything else would you like to let the audience know? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I think, that, I th- I, think I've, I've, I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andrea, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me. And look at this. We kept this totally clean. This is like... That was such a PG podcast. Yes. Yes. We've kept this totally clean. It's amazing. I can't guarantee you what our next podcast together would be like, but we at least achieved it this time. So kids can watch this one. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Andrea. And if you are interested in learning more about her, please do connect with her on her social media and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye.